you're listening to Fresh Take a Movie Podcast. I'm Emily Murray. <laughs> and I'm sorry. Oh, I goofed. I messed up. <laughs> I, I went. <laughs> I was just like, I'm, I'm fucking Emily Murray. And I want you to know it. Okay, let's uh, start. At, um, let's start at 60. <laughs> Mary Kate's here too. But I'm starting first, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. You don't want to just leave this in? No. <laughs> You're okay. listening to Fresh Take a Movie. Mary Kate, you said okay in the middle. <laughs> okay, um. Man, I'm starting How over. Did you know all that stuff? I did my research. You're listening to Fresh Take a Movie Podcast. We're digging up unwanted subjective opinions on film. I'm Mary Kate Martin. And I'm Emily Murray. What is up? <laughs> same old, what's same up, old. What's up, what's up, what's <laughs> up? Just watching movies, living the dream. What up with you? The, this is the second podcast we're doing in one day. Mm-hmm. So we're a little something. Yeah. <laughs> Let's dive in. Yeah, so this week's movie is 16 Candles. A classic. A John Hughes classic. Mary Kate. Unlike last, um, the last movie that I watched for the first time, which was The Notebook, which... I just knew so well because it was so embedded into pop culture and Facebook memes and everything in between. This movie, I literally know nothing about. My prediction was it's about a girl who's trying to get kissed before her 16th birthday. That was wrong. Yeah, I was to which that I was... said, nope. <laughs> um, do you know anything about like John Hughes movies generally? Um, I saw like a chunk of The Breakfast Club, like the first okay. 30 minutes, 20 minutes. It's about weirdos. Quotes. It's not um, really weirdos. It's kissing I mean, and stuff. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> weirdos kissing and stuff. Okay. I mean, um, no, it's about like being in different yeah. like cliques, essentially. Mm, and, like all high being, school. Yeah. Okay. The old high that's school a cliche. That's a different movie. We're talking about Sixteen Candles. Okay. This movie was released May fourth, nineteen eighty four. So it's Ooh. coming up on a on an anniversary here. Directed Happy by anniversary. John. <laughs> yep. We'll throw it a party. <laughs> we will have 16 candles. <laughs> um, directed by John Hughes. Prior to this movie, um, movies that you may have heard of him, that, you, that he's directed is the National Lampoon movies. Have you ever seen okay. those? Uh, I saw Family Vacation. Okay. And Christmas Vacation. I have seen both of those. Okay. After this, he makes a bunch of movies that are good. Breakfast Club, Weird Science, Pretty in Pink, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Some kind of I've wonderful. S- I've seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I really okay. like that one. Love that movie. Uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, and the I've Home Alone movies. Uh, I didn't... I don't really care for the Home Alone movies. I only saw Home Alone for the first time a year ago, so... Me too! And I was just like... I think it was... Home Alone was invented when it first came out, but now, like, there's been so many gimmicky movies like that when I yeah. see it later in life. It's just like, this is just another... Gimmick. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. So he's he did a lot, I think, for pop culture during he like, did, the, yeah. like 1980s through early 1990s. And he really, um, he really does have a diverse resume. Yeah. Like, like National like Lampoons and teen movies, yeah, raunchy family, doll movies, kids, Christmas. Yeah. Um, he also yeah. wrote the script for this movie, which I think okay. he does for a lot of his movies. Writer and director. Yes. Um, actors in this movie, I only really delved into two of them. Because they also appear in a couple of his other movies. The rest are kind of just like throwaway people that I 
you don't see in his other movies. Mm-hmm. Um, Molly Ringwald. Yes. Play Samantha. Um, before this, she'd only been on the show The Facts of Life. Have you ever seen that movie, that show? Mm-mm. I used to watch that show. Um, it's like a bunch of kids that, or a bunch of girls that live at like a, basically like a boarding school, like house thing. They learn about life yeah. and the facts about it. Yeah. I like it. Um, and then he, she, after she was in a couple more John Hughes movies, important to me is Pretty in Pink. Well, which one was her big break? Was it Sixteen Candles or Pretty Sixteen in Candles Pink? was first. Okay. This comes before all the other like teen movies he makes in the nineteen eighties. And that one. was like her big time was this era. Yeah. Era. Yeah. Well, she's she becomes at this point a member of what's called the Brat Pack of okay. the nineteen eighties, um, which is just like the a ton of like teen actors who are being used in all kinds of teen movies. Um, other people included in this group are Emilio Estevez, Anthony Michael Hall, Rob Lowe, Demi Moore, Judd Nelson, Ali Sheedy, and sometimes Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> when we say it like that, it sounds like we're talking about vowels, but <laughs> sometimes why? A E I O, and sometimes Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> um. So yeah, that was like a big thing back then. Did you ever see The Outsiders? No, I haven't. Have you? A lot. Of, yes, love that movie. Okay, maybe we should watch that. Add that to the list. Um, but a lot of like those actors Those's also were part of that, scene. like Brat Pack. Okay. Um, so that brings me to Anthony Michael Hall, who is also in this film, also in Breakfast Club. Oh yeah, Molly Ringwald's also in Breakfast Club. And Pretty Pink. Anthony Michael Hall, I think, was also in The Dark Knight, briefly. Potentially. I think I just read that recently. Let me look it up. His IMDb credit for this film was literally just called The Geek. I think he has a name. I think it's like Ted or something like that. But they just call him The Geek. He's. I was just. Re- I was just watching Batman last night. And I was reading about this. So Anthony Michael Hall was at a Comic Con I was at over the weekend, and one of his. Yeah, one of his categories was Batman, and I was like, oh, which one was he in? And he plays the newscaster that's like kidnapped by the Joker and forced to read off the script. Oh. So that's Anthony in- Michael Hall in Amazing. The Dark Knight. That's what I thought. Um, yeah. and I saw him from this- a distance. Did you guys make eye contact? Um, Did you look right into his soul? It was kind of far. <laughs> oh, never mind. <laughs> so, sorry. <laughs> um, so after this, he he does more uh, John Hughes movies, specifically The Breakfast Club. It's a big one for him. And that's my favorite performance of his in these movies is The Breakfast Club. He's so funny. He's funny in this too, but... Um, we could probably dive into that movie as well because yeah. I've never... I can't say I've really seen it. He's also part of this Brat Pack. Um, kind of... It's interesting because I think the way that John Hughes, like, made movies is he, like, he kind of had, like, actors that were kind of, like, muses for him. Like, he uses the same people over and over and over. And, like, Molly Ringwald specifically. Like, when he wrote this film, I think he, like, had the idea and he asked, like, a casting director to, like, give him photos of, like, girls who were acting during the time. And he literally, like, pulled her picture out of the thing and, like, hung it on his, like, office and, like, wrote the movie, like, looking at a picture (laughs) of Molly Ringwald. So she's, like... His muse for all of these, essentially. He's her Hans Zimmer, you might say. Yeah, she's locked in. in locked in. Hope someone's let her out by uh, now. Yeah, because he's dead. <laughs> um, other mentions, Michael, I don't know how to say this, Shuffling plays Jake, which is the guy she's, like, really into. Okay. He's, like, a popular kid. Um, John Cusack is in this movie, very briefly. Ooh, okay. Um, and... I only Isn't mentioned this John actor. John Cryer in this one? No. Okay. Pretty sure that is Pretty in Pink. Okay. Which I will get to. Um, I also included the actor who plays the character Long Duck Dong. 
only um, because I think we're going to be talking about it quite a bit after the film. <laughs> um, and his name is Gidi Wantanabe. Okay. Um, yeah, I think we'll be discussing a little bit of his character after. So I included it. Um, personal experience with this film is I've seen it quite a few times. It was the first John Hughes movies I, movie I watched whenever my dad was like, you're going to watch all these movies. Um, that was the one we started with. Mm-hmm. I don't particularly like it. Like, it's not like one that I... <laughs> Wait! <laughs> like, like, I liked it when I watched it the first time and I was like, this is really cool. I'm really into it. But, um... But, now that I've seen others of them, they're not my favorite. It's not my favorite. So why and are we watching this? Because <laughs> it's on Netflix. <laughs> I think it has a lot of issues in it now, especially as time has passed. But a lot of people like it, so that's another thing. It's like, to a lot of people, this is like one of their favorites. Mm -hmm. Um, Quick synopsis, spoiler free. High school sophomore Samantha, Sam, struggles to go through um, the day of her 16th birthday because her entire family has forgotten it. Her older sister, because her older sister Jenny is getting married the next day. Oh. So, basically, they all forget her birthday. Wow. It's kind of sad. Rude. Yeah. Are her parents played by famous people? Um, not anyone I recognized, okay. to be honest. So, what I want you to look for. Do you find parts of it funny? Because um, I think there are some very comedic elements to it. When Molly Ringwald acts, do you see her as someone who you could, could be amused for someone? <laughs> like, do you see that quality of... Okay. Acting. Like and then I specifically want to know what issues you have with the film because I have like a list too. Yeah, I, that's. I know they referenced it in uh, To All the Boys I've Loved Before recently, where they mentioned the main character mentioned how much she enjoyed that movie, but also mentioned very briefly the racist aspects of it. Yeah. There are. Some, it, it's not perfect. I mean, no movie's perfect. Well, maybe some. <laughs> Oh, some movies. <laughs> um, that's all I really have on it from here. All right. Let's dive in then. All right. I hope you enjoy. Me too. See you on the other side. See you later. your initial reaction is going to include a lot of like the issues of this film <laughs> so maybe don't say those yet just tell me okay. here's some here's some positives it was short yep um everyone actually looked like teenagers as opposed to a lot of movies where high schoolers are in their 30s glee for yep. example the movie Grease. Uh, we that Everyone's like just forty old, especially specifically Anthony Anthony Michael Hall was very mm-hmm. he like he could have been my young he looked just like my younger brother. Um, he was actually sixteen when the movie was filmed. That's so. crazy. Molly Ringwald looked a little bit older, but she still fit. But she was also sixteen. 
the only guy who I thought was too old was the Jack. Was it Jack Ryan? Jake okay. Ryan, yeah. Jake. Jack Ryan's something else. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Let's show with um, John Krasinski. Um, Jack Ryan and his girlfriend, whose name mm-hmm. I forget. They were both older. Yeah. Um, I liked some of but the... But they're supposed to be upperclassmen, so... It makes sense. Whatever. They look like in their mid-twenties or whatever. <laughs> I like some of the coloring. Um, mm-hmm. The... There was one scene where she's getting... Her friend is getting off the bus, and she's, like, saying goodbye. And just the lighting in that scene mm-hmm. was really nice. And I like his use of music. Okay. It's, like, I thought, like, in a comedic way, I did enjoy those parts. Um, I didn't have any expectations about this. It wasn't really as romantic as I mm-hmm. thought it was going to be. It was more... It was definitely more of a comedy. And I thought... Once I saw what was going on, I thought eventually that the geek was going to get with Molly Ringwald. That was going to kind of be the right. thing, but it ends up not. That ends up not happening. But so fun surprise. And that scene at the end with the with all the cars driving away, and then he's the only one, and he's looking at her, and she's like, "Who me?" That's recognizable. Yeah, and I, I liked that. That's and when they're kissing over the cake. Yeah, the the who the who me thing is like. Who me? Like a running joke with myself. I do that all the time to people. And only I know it's a 16 Candles reference. <laughs> Except for I my dad. Like I do it to my dad all the time. He gets it. I've definitely made that joke before. So now I'm glad to know where it comes from. He goes, yeah, you. <laughs> I love it. Um, I liked... Oh, and then her sister with the... She took muscle relaxers at the wedding. That was a That was a great performance. There were... More period jokes in this movie than I think I've heard in any movie I've seen recently. And combined. Directed by John Hughes, like, a man. <laughs> every movie I've seen this year, this had the most period jokes <laughs> per capita. This movie gets the award for most period jokes. <laughs> <laughs> more boob. Oh, more period jokes made by men, especially. Yeah. More boobs than I thought there was going to be for a PG PG movie. Yeah. More f bombs. More shits. Yeah. Is this PG? So, is PG. Ratings back then were very, very strange. I know. <laughs> um, going back to, like, some of the, like, like, sh- like the lighting and the coloring, or just mm-hmm. the composition of, like, the beginning where um, she's against the locker, mm-hmm. and it says, like, 16 candles. I love that. I think that looks really good. And that probably came because that- he was such a, a fan of Molly Ringwald. Like, that was his muse. That's... So you're interesting. You made me. You asked if I could see her being a muse yeah. and to kind of think about that while I was watching. And I don't. I just don't know. I don't quite. I, her performance in this is like not my favorite. Like I think she's better in Breakfast Club, better in Pretty in Pink. Okay. But this was like her first like big movie. Um, she's a lot of potential. Yeah, definitely. I liked her her delivery on some things. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about some of the facts. That I found okay. on the internet, which means they're they're true. <laughs> no one can tell me this section otherwise. of the podcast is all true. <laughs> none of them can be fake. Okay, so apparently Anthony Michael Hall and Molly Ringwald didn't like each other at the beginning of the film. Oh, another movie you've picked out. <laughs> they didn't like each other. Um, so they John Hughes took them to a record store and they bonded over liking the same music. They they filmed this in Chicago and like when because they were both 16 they couldn't like go to the bars after work and stuff so they would crash bar mitzvahs all the time like in the area <laughs> which I think is kind of cool um and she said this is the film she had the most fun making with John Hughes um how many others did she make with him Pretty in Pink I know and Breakfast Club I think those are the only two is that it? Yeah. okay 
it was interesting because there's like a there was a contract with Universal and some of them aren't Universal after that but it's like this one Breakfast Club and Weird Science were all like contract okay. with Universal he gave them all to Universal at the same time like script wise um they decided to make this one first for whatever reason um Anthony Michael Hall is in all three of those movies so he maybe he's actually John Hughes' muse yeah. um <laughs> that's actually a note that I <laughs> oh did you <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, Ringwald almost lost this role to Ali Sheedy, who was also in that Brat Pack, and later they both would be in The Breakfast Club together. Um, did you notice at the beginning the way her hat was, like, tilted, like, on the back of her head? Yes. Apparently, like, costuming was like, we don't want you to do that, and she was like, no, I'm gonna do it. And so she, like, insisted, <laughs> and it, like, started, like, a hat trend in the, in the 80s. Like, people started wearing their hats, like, on the what? back of their heads. No way! Yeah. I really liked that. I liked her outfit. Yeah, me too. She's very fashion forward. Um, they built her room inside of like the gym. Like it was in the same building as the gym set was built. Oh. <laughs> and they allowed her to decorate it herself. So she was able to completely decorate it. Okay, this is interesting. Jake Ryan, the actor, was very shy de- during his audition and they almost didn't give it to him. But the producer said he was so stunning and dreamy they had to cast him. I mean, he barely said anything. I know. He literally has no feel- part. This this movie is so short. I feel like no one really develops. Oh no, I mean, not, it's only like a not day. a single it's only like a day, you know? Yeah, exactly. For two days. Um, so this is very interesting, Ray Kate. So he almost didn't get it, and someone else almost did. And who was this someone else? Viggo Mortensen. Oh my God! <laughs> Mr. Green Book himself. Oh, wow. and was he part of the Brad Pitt? No. But Molly Ringwald said she wished it had been Viggo Mortensen because he made her weak in the knees. And now I now I gotta look up what he looks like. I need to look up a Viggo Mortensen. Wait, wait, year was that? Nineteen eighty four. Oh, these are all old pictures. This is not helpful. No. Um, in addition to that, he's nineteen eighty five. Oh, you know I did see him in. Okay. There's a photo of him in 1985. He was in that movie with Harrison Ford, where Harrison Ford has to pretend to be Amish, and that was, like, his first oh, really? role. Here, let me... I'll show you. Well, that doesn't help our listeners. <laughs> doesn't help our listeners. You can Google wow. Viggo Mortensen, oh my my so Harrison weak. Ford Amish movie. <laughs> that was a good movie. I think that was actually Harrison Ford's only Oscar nomination. Wow. Anyway. Um, back to other people who almost were in this movie. Jim Carrey almost played the geek. I could... Wow. Laura Dern and Robert Robin Wright were almost the role of Sam. So they must have been in that, like, those headshots he got. He must have also gotten Laura Dern's and Robin Wright. Um, the license... Both who are famous now. Yeah. It feels like if you were in this movie, you didn't end up famous now. Right. The only thing mm. I remember... I know, like, Molly Ringwald has done, like, in current times is she's was in... Um, Riverdale. Uh... Secret Life of the American Teenager on the ABC Family. She was the mom. Mm-hmm. And then she also is on Riverdale as the mom. As the mom. Yeah, so that's her, what she does now. She's kind of doing mom roles now. Yeah. <laughs> um, the license plate on Jake's car is 2-1850, which is John Hughes' birthday, and also um, Molly Ringwald's birthday, but not 50. Um, Long Duck Dong's accent is not real. He faked it. Um, apparently it became a bigger hit once it was on VHS, even though it made $23 million. I saw Long Duck Dong, the, the actor who played him, 
was also the voice of Ling in Mulan. No way. Hmm. What a time. I looked him up. Actually, I thought that role was bad. Oh, that was bad. Yeah, 100%. But I thought it was actually the big controversy was that he wasn't actually a character of Asian descent. He was played by a white guy in makeup. That's what I thought oh, no. was happening. That must have been a different movie. So still bad. Still definitely all around a problem. But could have been worse, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, apparently the gong sound effect was like not in the script at all. Like, the gong okay. that plays every time they play his name. And so he, like, didn't know about it. Which is kind of wrong. But Yeah. I did I did laugh at the gong one time. <laughs> Just once. I will admit. I was, asha- I was ashamed. Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. <laughs> I laughed during the gong sound effect. Um, I think I laughed. Oh, I laughed at... So you did laugh when at the gr- there was I, I like wrote down every time. <laughs> There's like three solid laughs. Um the grandma's when the grandma like groped her that was I was like what? <laughs> um and then when he he called himself King of the Dipshits, I liked that. Yeah. But also when they go into the party and he knocks over the beer cans that they've, like, stacked up. I was just like, that's just such a me thing to do. Just, like, trying to act all cool coming into a party. Mm-hmm. Lean against the table. Then you knock over this, like, beer can creation. You're like, of course. And he blames his, of he blames his friends. <laughs> yeah, could you I love do when this? he starts making a cocktail for him and, and Jake Ryan. <laughs> Did you notice that? No, 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 it, I didn't. It was when they're talking about how his girlfriend is like passed out in the room he's literally making like cocktails with like cherries and limes and he's like shaking it in the shaker like he has any idea what he's doing i thought he was the best i was gonna say my favorite performance is definitely anthony michael hall he's hilarious even though like there's some like date rape stuff with his character but he's got so many good like one-liners they're hilarious i um molly ringwald like the way she like talks to herself is really annoying to me like the way she's like looking in the mirror and she's like I made a note about that yeah. too and she narrates just... her own life but like while it's happening <laughs> so does everyone yeah I mean Anthony Mancall looks at the camera at some point so I guess that I don't know why hers just didn't work as well for me but she's like chronologically you are 16 today who does that well she was on the wasn't she on the phone for that part no not until the second okay. part yeah I'll Maybe that's why I was like, wow, this phone call sounds really fake. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, she wasn't really. on the phone. <laughs> so. um, okay. I put down, like, I made a list of, like, my favorite scenes from this film. I thought we could discuss a few of them. Okay. So, the car scene at the dance, when he basically, when he asks for her underwear. <laughs> oh, and then he tries to, like... Yeah, he tries to, like... Make a move twice. on her. And I was like, like oh... I think I can tell you like me. Remember? I felt it on my leg. <laughs> I just think they have really good chemistry, the two of them. Like I do agree. Back and forth. Do they end up together in any other movies? Nope. Anthony Michael? Okay. Mm-hmm. Missed opportunity. Um, the okay. bathroom underwear scene, which is very short, but very funny. Terrible, but yeah. it's funny. Um, okay, when she gets her hair stuck, when the girl, Jake Ryan's girlfriend, gets her hair stuck oh, on the and- door. All their friends are really drunk, and they're yeah. like... <laughs> they just cut it off. She goes, I couldn't... I don't know how I could thank you. Um, but also, at the same time, that's happening. He's on the phone with the grandparents. And I think that's, that's funny. Um, the dad talk scene. So, and the grandma's just like, sex. sex. <laughs> um, the dad talk scene when he's like, we forgot your birthday. I'm so sorry. 
That was sweet. good. That was good. Um, That's the kind of quality content I'm looking yeah. for in my movies. But my favorite scene of the whole movie is the me, yeah, you, cake, to the cake scene. So the ending is my favorite. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was... He goes, yeah, you. I just love it. It's iconic. That was, like, iconic. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. Um, you have a favorite scene? A favorite scene? Um, let me look. I did, like, like I said, the ones at the ends, and then when she's got the candles, mm-hmm. um, and they, like, kiss. I did, like, the scene in the car... With Anthony Michael, like you said. Um, and I liked the scene with the dad. I also like the scene with the mom, too, oh, where yeah. she apologizes. They added that scene and in because the mom, they didn't have that scene. And the mom was like, this doesn't make sense. Why would only he apologize? Yeah. And they added that in. And then they, like, touched their foreheads. I thought that was really yeah. sweet. Um, and I liked the wedding scene. That was... Oh, yeah. That wasn't on my list. But it, oh, that was insane. <laughs> she took, like, four muscle relaxers. She was, like, falling into the shoes. She had period cramps. <laughs> Oh, and some way she just like rip, she just rips the bottom of her dress off. And I was like, okay, you go, you go, girl. Amazing. I thought the actress's delivery was so interesting. Like she had the scene with um, Sam in their bedroom, in bedroom. and yeah. she's like, "Why are you so mad? You're being kind of a, a dipshit or whatever." Yeah. She said, "You're just being that mean. sister relationship is like very um, real." <laughs> Just as her delivery was yeah. so interesting. Mm-hmm. I felt the same way about the um, Jack Ryan, John, what's his, Jake, Jake Jack or John? <laughs> Jake Jack, John, Josh, <laughs> Joey. Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> no, Mr. Ryan. Jake Ryan. I, I don't know. I, I liked his girlfriend's delivery as well. Mm-hmm. Like the scene where she's talking to Anthony Michael Hall and she can't remember. Again, super problematic. Super horrible. But, yeah, but she's like... <laughs> She was like, but for I, some I, reason, I think I, I liked think it. I think I did. <laughs> I did. I did like that. Uh, oh, when, and when they're breaking up and she's talking to him, she's like, I'll leave it up to you. Mm-hmm. Just, it's just, it's like a scene from a completely different, it's like I'm watching a different movie all of a sudden. It it's like a so, serious teen drama. It was so clear that he like didn't like her. Like he was, yeah. he had moved on. She already. like knocked on the door, I remember, and he was like, leave me yeah, alone. <laughs> but she was like, she was like, oh shit shit he's here he's gonna be so mad he was like i don't care like, <laughs> i got bigger fr- fish to fry sam oh there was a scene where they used the music from the twilight zone yes i want to talk that about that was this. funny so you liked it you thought it worked yeah I, I think some of the sound effects seem like someone just like got one of those like sound effect <laughs> machines and they were like mm, this is where it goes <laughs> gong noise they're twilight zone like they use they use the um I think it's is a Mission Impossible. No, or the dun 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 yeah. dun. Yeah. I just I don't know what that's from. Is it Mission? No, or is it like Pink Panther, Panther or yeah, something? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But yeah, that was funny, but also again, like they had a, a box cheesy, with all I these cliche sound right? effects. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay, I I like that. I respect that. So I made a list of my favorite quotes in the movie, the lines in the movie okay. that made me laugh. Every time one made me laugh, I wrote it down. So we kind of just breeze through them if we want to. When she first says, "They fucking forgot my birthday," <laughs> I was I was like, "Wow, first f bomb like ten minutes into a PG movie, and then there was a boob like ten minutes later, yeah, and I was like, what is this?'" Like, they just didn't care back then. Like that was like, well, whatever, boobs, f bombs. Yeah, P- PG man. Now it's 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 a little tougher. <laughs> In PG thirteen, you can say like one cuss word. Yeah, you can say the F word one time. Yeah. 
or else um when she was okay first off i gotta backtrack this like sex test they like pass around class i've never seen anything like this yeah like this is i don't know if it's something that happened in the 80s that didn't happen for us in the early 2000s i mean i never went to i mean i didn't do any underage drinking in high school no i was gonna say that too yeah but i was gonna say this party scene was not realistic to me because i did not have any experience like that that's that's always the thing in high school movies, even now, though, is that everyone goes to drink and everyone's obsessed with sex. Yeah. Which is probably... The, I think everyone's probably obsessed with sex, but I don't know if everyone's drinking. Unless they are, and I just never got invited, yeah, which, also, you know... We both could have been not invited, I could see that. Kind of, we, were, we were probably the yeah, geeks. Yeah, yeah. The, the geeks still went. They still knew. Yeah, so. exactly. John Cusack was still there. Exactly. Um... But when she, when the sex text test gets picked up by Jake Ryan and she goes that if he found it, she would shit twice and then die. <laughs> I'm going to start adding that into my vernacular. Oh my God. I'm so embarrassed. I'm going to shit twice and then die. die. <laughs> um, when the brother is like, she's like, where am I going to sleep tonight? He's like, Sofa City, sweetheart. <laughs> the, oh my God. The, okay. That reminds me. The brother yeah. was the worst. Kind of all of her siblings sucked, but... I mean, he was, like... Like, a, a much older character. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like the, the script was written for an older character, and they gave it to like, the guy, like this, this little kid, and they're like, we need you to deliver this like you're some sleazy 30-year-old. Yeah. Gross. And I was... And he's like, she's on her period. <laughs> like, it's gonna be some honeymoon. I learned about it. Oh, and then the dad's like, guess I'm getting my money's worth. Yes. Oh. Is a lot of period jokes. What did you think about when um, Long Duck Dong was like, how do you spell, I don't remember what it was, how do you spell quiche or something? Oh, you don't spell it, you eat yeah. it? It made me laugh, such but a, it was a little patronizing. That's such a dad joke. I think that's a joke I would make. So that's why I like <laughs> it. You don't spell it, you eat it. Like, the whole cast of grandparents was so, but like, basically everyone was terrible in this movie. Yeah, and everything goes wrong. Like, it just yeah. keeps going wrong. It's just god-awful. Um, the grandparents, it's funny you mention it. They play that Twilight Zone song when they show one of the grandpas. And it's, like, socks. That's, I think, when she goes up the stairs yeah. and she sees them having, like, taken over her yeah. space. Well, It's like, oh, like a sock and a sandal. Yeah. <laughs> Both her grandpas were in Twilight Zone episodes at one point. No way! I don't know which ones. Because I didn't do That's that much cool. research. <laughs> um... <laughs> My next quote, oh, is when they're bas- they're telling what's his face. They're telling the geek that he has to go hook up with Sam or get her underwear or something, and he's like, "No problem, butt lick." <laughs> <laughs> like these words. I actually like your delivery better than it's, his. It's like funnier when you say, "No problem, butt lick." <laughs> I wish I could be calling my siblings butt licks for this whole time. I mean, it's not too late. You're right. I'm gonna text it to my sister late. right now. <laughs> Hey, Butlick! <laughs> um, and then when he's confessing that he's a virgin to her, he goes, well, I've never bagged a babe. <laughs> I love I it. I mean, like, again, I I don't know, but 16 seems pretty young to me. To be like, oh, well, I've never bagged a babe. I, yeah, yeah, it's like, oh, that's fine. Yes. That's, okay, relax. High, so cool. <laughs> um, I think... Probably the most iconic quote in the whole movie is when he says, "Can I borrow your underpants for ten minutes?" 
<laughs> it was actually oh, voted to like, like one of those like like AFI lists. It was like number eighty or something. Can I buy it for ten? <laughs> just ten minutes. That's all I need it for. Well, that's that's that then. Um, and we already talked about the. Well, what do you, what did they want on the phone with the grandparents? The grandfather. Sex. Well, what do they want? She goes, sex. It's amazing. <laughs> um, How did she know? My last favorite quote is when one of the one of the nerd friends is trying to find out what happened with him and the the girl, and the geek goes, "You want to know what happened? Buy the book." He hangs up. <laughs> his lines are just. You can't so... call me on this number anymore. Yeah, his lines are just so great. Like they're literally. It's like... good. He had the best written part, I think. Agreed. Agreed. Okay, I think it's time we talk about the issues. Hmm. Let's dive in. Should we start with the racism? Yeah, I was say or racism. Um, okay. It's pretty bad. The gong is bad. <laughs> The accent is that the fact that I know it's not real is bad. <laughs> it, uh, it's at the time. So this is a fact I read a lot. Even at the time, it was criticized as being unfunny and yeah. really problematic. Well, I can only but imagine Rod- if you were like, like, of Asian descent in that time, you probably were being called Long Duck Dong. Like, yeah, and especially. Th- even to this day, there's still not that much representation. Mm-hmm. So if this is how you're being represented on screen, it's right. Probably they call him quite a annoying. few things too. Like yeah, we don't need. To. Um, <laughs> you know, but now we have crazy rich Asians, so things are looking up. Hopefully, hopefully, not gonna let's keep the trend going. Um, though at the time, Roger Ebert defended the portrayal. He said it was. Potentially offensive, but the performance elevated it to high comedy. Hmm. Very interesting take, Roger yeah. Ebert. I I guess there were comedic. I mean, there are obviously comedic moments to it, mm-hmm. and I think it's okay to laugh at some parts, but you kind of have to look at it through the lens of the time period, and also just yeah. just know it's not. And universally, we all it wasn't okay it's, then. Yeah. It's not okay. We know now, it's not yeah. okay. I think the to me the issue that is like worse is like all the date rape like stuff. Yeah, which, it's a very sexist movie. It's very, yeah, for being about her, like it's being about a female character. Um, there is a lot of that going on, but he, yeah, Jake Jake Ryan is literally like, yeah, my girlfriend passed out in there. I could literally do whatever I wanted to her. It's like, oh, uh, we don't need to be saying that. And there's just constant pressure on everyone to be having mm-hmm. sex. Constantly, and then Jake also, 15. Jake also just like gives her to him, to the geek. Yeah, he's, he's like, like, you want to take, you want to take her home, take her in the car. You can have her. That's how you know he doesn't, he doesn't care about her at all. <laughs> is that, is that how you know? Like when your relationship's over, when yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get really drunk, and you and your boyfriend's like, just take her. He just hands you off to some geek, and that's it. Yeah, that's in my experience. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any other issues when it comes to um, date rape and sexism? Oh, you know, it's again, it's a thing of the time, Mm -hmm. the expectations. 
you should be having sex. Your boobs should look a certain way. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, the one they were looking yeah. at the girl in the shower. They, they're constantly talking about her boobs. Yeah. Girl on girl and guy. Girl on guy and guy on girl. Mm-hmm. Not, um... And then also when the grandma grabs the boobs. I don't... That scene... <laughs> it's funny, but it gives me the heebie-jeebies. I was like, oh, my God. Though yeah. <laughs> so that's addressed within the film. Yes, it I think is. She's like, I can't believe my grandma... Felt, popped felt a feel up. <laughs> felt me up um I've already talked about some of these already they also use some other cho- choice words when they're talking about um some other stuff but we don't have to talk about it um my last issue with the plot is that I would not have waited until the end of the day to tell them they forgot I would have told oh, my, her pa- my family like right like when I walked down the stairs I'd be like are you, are you shitting me like my birthday <laughs> would not have waited and her sister's a bitch so yeah, she sucks. it's like you care more about this bitch than me mm-hmm. even though honestly sam was kind of a bitch too. like there were just no redeeming sympathetic characters I, the only character i really like is anthony michael hall and even he's a um what does he, he say problems what's the quote maybe, oh, he's maybe king her, of the dipshits maybe her friend <laughs> in this movie yeah, her friend's barely in it enough to say anything offensive. So yeah, I was a little surprised because I didn't realize that Joan Cusack was in this movie. Like, I told you John Cusack was in the movie, but not Joan. Were you Everybody surprised? Guessed. I was very surprised. I did not recognize her. Which part was she? Who was she? She was like the like the nerd on the bus. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Yeah. And um, apparently they were actually, like, um, John Hughes, when he went to, whenever he got the deal with whatever film company he got the deal with production company <laughs> that he was a great with, explanation <laughs> three movie ideas and it was pretty in pink um 16 candles and the breakfast club and they thought they were going to start with breakfast club but they decided not to so they had hired john and joan to be in that that version of breakfast club but decided not to make that film so they put them in this movie instead that was so nice of them. They gave them such great, juicy parts, too. Well, so. John's was better than Joan's, but... Yeah, poor Joan. I really like John Cusack, by the way. Yeah, he's a cutie. Though I heard he's kind of a jerk in real Who'd life. You really what are your sources? <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't have a real source. You know, it's just one of those How things... How many degrees from John Cusack <laughs> are you, Mary-Kate? I did go once to a, a comic convention that I saw him from, like, a few feet away, and we breathed the same air. So, did you make eye contact with him? I I don't want to confirm nor deny, but yes. <laughs> um, do you ever watch the show Shameless? Um, uh, with what's his face? William H Macy? Yeah. No. <laughs> well, but Joan Cusack's on that, right? Yeah, and her character is amazing. I I love her character. Have you ever seen The Adams Family, the second one with her? No. Ugh. Add it to the we'll list. We'll be watching that. <laughs> we'll be watching that. <laughs> um. So, I think that this movie compares slightly with, like, those Netflix movies that are being made right now, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. To All the Boys, First Date, what was it? Perfect Date, First, what am I thinking of? What's First? Kiss Set It Booth, Up. Set It Up. All of those. It's, like, the same kind of genre and vein of movie, but but some of them are better on Netflix now. I think this one's more of a teenage sex comedy, and those ones are more, like, teen romances. Yeah, it's true. I do think Netflix has really, like, created this niche of these movies that have really been, you, like... I'm in the niche. 
You have been niched. <laughs> I just feel like, I'm not sure, but I just, they haven't really existed in like a, I wouldn't say they're like high quality, but I think they're better than average quality films. Well, I, think, I think Netflix is like the perfect platform for those kind of movies. Like they're not, mm-hmm. those movies are never going to do well in the theater at this point. No, no, no. So it's, you might as well just put them on Netflix and people like me get to enjoy them every month. <laughs> every <amazing>. day. <laughs> Just watching I do like, set it up on repeat. <laughs> I do like Tall the Boys. That's the only one I've seen. And Dumpling. I saw Dumpling. But that was a little bit different. See, I haven't seen that one. We're on the list. We'll do it Netflix month. I cannot wait. <laughs> so many good movies. Um, so many bad ones. My final last hot take okay. is... John Hughes made this movie. I think he was like 37. You wrote this movie, this Me teen too. movie. That's not true. I'm not sorry. It could be untrue. I'm just making <laughs> things up at this point. Everything I say in this podcast is a lie. I want everyone to know that. Yeah, this is all. We do our research on like Wikipedia. So. Yeah, and then I just don't even look at it ever again. Um, but I is it possible that Bo Burnham becomes the next John Hughes? I'm really into that hot take, Emily. Thank you. Really into. I think eighth grade's I a better it. movie. It's a better movie than this movie, but... Uh, I do agree. I do agree. I think 8th Grade's a much better film. But I think if he continues to make movies like 8th Grade, we could see that. I, we could, he could be a teen movie guy. I could I could be into that. I could be into that. Me as He's, well. There's, I think his would be a little bit less hokey. Oh, definitely. And hopefully a little bit more... There, it's authentic. Yeah. And less racism. Well, yeah, but it's because we live in 2019 now. Well, it's the year. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> All right, anything else you want to say, Mary Kate, about this film? No, I think this about sums it up. It was a short but sweet experience. Yeah, but we, we had enough to say. We did, we did. It's, that surprised me that we had so much to talk about. I always pull through, Mary Kate. You always, Emily always pulls through. I'm always reminding you. <laughs> All right, so tune in next week when we talk about Alien, directed by Ridley Scott. It's celebrating its 40th year anniversary. Emily has never seen it before, and she's very excited. What's Alien? We'll we'll dive deep into that next time. (laughs) What is an alien? Who? What? Where? Why? When? Yeah, tell me. Give me the deeds now. No, okay. And begin. <laughs> Welcome to Fresh Take. You're listening to Fresh Take, a movie <laughs> podcast? No. <laughs> it's just going to go on forever because we don't know how to edit anything, so we'll just record <laughs> for hours and hours. An infinite podcast. That's something. Like, Let's do a 24-hour podcast, Mary Kate. Oh, my God. Y'all would listen. No one would listen. All, all seven of you. <laughs> all right, so um, in the meantime, until next week, make sure you follow us on instagram twitter subscribe to us on itunes mm-hmm. spotify spotify and it's called at fresh take mov pod tell M-O-B. your friends pod mov pod yeah but yeah tell your friends tell your enemies tell your enemies to uh, send your mom a raven tell your kids you can you can get a tattoo on your body on your butt get- cheek on the left butt cheek or not the right not the right go from one butt cheek to the next oh it could be like a like a a rainbow 
take mauve pot and then yep. like the butt cracks like this mm -hmm. you could do that thing where you take you take sunscreen and you and you put um you spell something out on your skin with mm. the sunscreen and then you go out in the sun and you tan and then when you when the tan when you take the sunscreen off it says at first take mauve pot on your body i'm really into i, I actually might go do that Mm -hmm. I might do both, like put it on my butt so and so tan it. And somewhere. do the tan thing. Yeah. Well, I'll tan it on my right butt cheek. Wait, but how do you spell it? So it's Fresh Take Mauve, M O V Pod. M -O Mauve Pod. The letter M, letter O, letter V? Letter M, letter O, letter V. M O V. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Pod. Okay. <laughs> All right, bye.